0: Hello. Hello. Good morning or it's probably it's... evening over there, huh? No, it's 1 p.m. 1 p.m. But, okay. But good morning for you. You are very it's very early. <laughs> Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto. Here's Uva Ball. How you doing? Yeah, good. We have uh,
1: summer. It's hot. We have all uh, three kids here in Germany. My son KG, is <laughs> going Soccer camp and uh, so I'm I'm a lot of taxiing, driving kids from there to there to the pool, whatsoever. And Sunday we will fly to uh, Spain to Mallorca, the island of Mallorca. The first family holiday with all three kids wow. ever, actually ever. Yeah, okay. we never, we never, we never did that, and uh, it will be a little chaotic. We booked two rooms and then a one room is an extra bed for Walter. And, um, but even with the chaos at the airports, so we have this massive delays and uh horrible uh suitcase 50,000 suitcases got delayed or didn't deliver uh in the last three weeks.
0: Uh, most, yeah, I read about this, it sounds like chaos, geez, yeah, total chaos. And I had a guy. Uh, in barcelona
1: a camera guy with a drone to film the banditos uh the world run you know i, I told you about the documentary about yeah. the banditos motorcycle club i'm doing <clears throat> and because of my hip i'm very good with the hip now i'm walking around uh, go, go on my bike i went swimming three times this week so it's all good the hip is recovering but i was not able to do that trip because uh, if you shoot this, you're 10 hours on your, like 10 hours without sitting down basically and uh, uh, a day. And I couldn't, I couldn't do that. That would be too hard for my hip. So I need my, my rests after it laying on the couch and whatsoever. Right. So it's like five weeks after my operation. So I sent the guy with was an assistant, he's a camera guy and he had a drone, or whatever. So he went there, he shot everything. And then on the way back, he His suitcase, first of all, his airplane, uh, was full overbooked. They didn't took him. Then they were flying him instead to Düsseldorf. They were flying him to Holland, to Amsterdam. And they drove him on the airline's course with a taxi from Amsterdam to Düsseldorf, what is like 500 bucks with a taxi. And then his suitcase was gone. And I have to say, this idiot had the drone footage, in the suitcase. And not oh. in the and not in the hand luggage. So in the hand luggage he had all the other stuff he shot. Where what I still don't have, because he's supposed to copy it now and send it to me, and I still don't have it. And the the, the suitcase is gone. And nobody knows that it went to Amsterdam, did it ever left Barcelona, or did it came to Düsseldorf? And Lufthansa rented actually in Munich. The huge hall where all the lost luggage stuff now basically rests. And then they try to bring to everybody the suitcases of the last three weeks. And we are really talking about almost 50,000 suitcases. Oh that is the God. most insane fuck up in the history of air travel. And that from Lufthansa, a very expensive German airline. So we fly on Sunday to Mallorca with with uh, Condor, what is a uh, is owned by Lufthansa, but it's separately uh, uh, um, working. And uh, so I hope everything works out, but we pack only hand luggage. It's only seven days. It's very hot in Spain. We don't need a lot of stuff. So every kid and we both adults just take the eight kilo uh, maximum ha- hand luggage, we're not putting a suitcase uh, in the airplane. It's yeah,
0: like, yeah, that that sounds reasonable. I'd say.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's like total shyness
0: And let's see. Hopefully,
1: that material pops up because the whole point for me to shoot that world run from the banditos was, of course, the helicopter, like the drone footage from fifteen hundred, like rocker gangs on Harley Davidson driving through the nature in spain and now we don't have the fucking footage oh god yeah that destroys the whole doku basically it's it's like that that thing has to pop back up i mean i'm so mad about it i told him also like i said like what the fuck are you doing then he had also i rented a car for him and he Forgot his driver license that had only a cop and had only a copy of the driver license, so they didn't give him the rental car and he had to go from the airport, 200 kilometers to that banditos one. So I said like, yeah, and now what the fuck are you doing? I mean, are you insane? You know, if you do a 200 kilometers with a cab, it's like 600 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So he found a girl who rented the car for him, basically at the airport under her name, which is totally unbelievable. And then she rented a car, but it was three times more expensive as the car I rented for him. Now, my money was gone, and I had to pay that girl basically 600 bucks for a totally overpriced rental car, whatever the deal was, and I uh, had to pay her back. So then he had a car and could could drive. But it was, in a way, a little
0: oh, fucked up. It, would it be sounds bad. pretty shady to me, honestly. Yes,
1: I to, no, I totally agree. And I totally, yeah, I mean, that that is the problem. That You remember the company I did the doku with the Bunny Jai company who were supposed to pay it all and then they didn't and then we separate ways and they canceled that whole trip to Spain two weeks before. And so I was standing there without a crew, without a financer whatsoever. So I had to swallow it myself. But it was harder to find a camera guy with a drone. Like, yeah. because they're, they're, it's summertime, everybody's on holidays or they're working or whatsoever, so that was the only guy I could find. And uh, I totally agree that that was not the the prime the prime guy, right? So, yeah. but it was the best I could do. And then, uh, yeah, you know, and that is also it's with the manager company, I have to say, it's so absurd because you know, they were not even paying till today. I don't have my 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 um, taxi receipts back or whatever. They never paid me the money they owe me. And then this week was in the news. Bunny Jai bought Sony Pictures Germany. Who bought it? No, the, that company, what was supposed to to finance my doku, right? So, and that company who's pissing in their pants to spend a thousand bucks on an airplane flight, they swallowed Sony
0: wow. for like a
1: billion bucks in Germany.
0: Oh my so goodness. So it
1: that the company has money, but they were not willing to spend it on a documentary. Yeah. And that is what, why I'm so mad with them because why they didn't pass then on day one why they told me two times we're doing the doku with you, we're paying it all, we're getting the camera guys blah 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 and two times they stepped out of the doku you know I mean the money cannot be an issue if you are able to buy Sony Germany uh, <laughs> then it doesn't look like
0: uh, yeah' don't have five
1: grand right I mean that is a major company. They swallowed up. They bought it. They bought before the on and the mall company. They do the super, like the uh, uh,
0: um, yeah, American Idol and stuff like this. They, they yeah, they, they have to have very deep pockets to be able yes, to. Yes, that is the yeah. thing. They have
1: very deep pockets. They are a multi-billion dollar company. And then they don't pay me my taxi receipts back. You know, I mean, that is, that is completely absurd. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I'm very. That's the thing where I'm telling it also in the podcast because uh, it, the lesson for filmmakers or whatever has to be they have to be careful, you know. Not not big names are always a reason to believe that they are professional managed, that things go as planned, that that people follow work ethics or something, you know. It was a very a very bad experience for me uh, that whole thing. And I would prefer, from the beginning on, to shot the whole documentary then alone. I had a camera guy uh, who would do it on a deferral, like as an investor in the thing. He would shot the whole thing with me. And, yeah, and now uh, uh, with all that fuck up, so at least they gave me the material we shot. And we have it in post-production now. And uh, so that, that part is done. Now, yeah, it is it is what it is so what's yeah, what, yeah. what's new with you any new also for you to start working again and, and oh no
0: i i work i um i help my friend with her elderly mother here in yeah. florida there's so many elderly people here who need health care so i uh, i do that uh as okay. a side job that's uh that's pretty much what i do my, my my days are like groundhog day with bill murray like every day is the same it's super boring here this is where people come to die florida you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i when i when i went to the pool this this week i have to say uh it's it's shocking you know when you go to the swimming pool also how 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 a lot of people just look in swimsuits and, oh god <laughs> You know, and the, the worst are some, some like mothers who uh the, the kids are super tiny and skinny, but the mom let it completely go. Right. So yeah. where you really think like they're sitting there at 30 and eating curry sausage, hamburgers and drink beer. And they're like 30 years old and 110 kilos. And you think like, why? I bet they were looking with 20 totally different. And between their 20th and 30th
0: birthday, they let it completely slide. And uh, well, that's because right now we're in a place where it's like fat women are beautiful, but like, what about fat men? Huh? Like you don't see like BBM. You don't see people like, Oh, I'm fat and it's okay. Cause you know, With chicks, it's okay because they have a vagina, but with dudes, it's just not okay. I don't understand that. Yeah, no, I
1: I also, I it's 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 like
0: uh, uh, Like the fat
1: worship. Like it's yeah, (laughs) it's Lizzie. You know, like uh, I I don't. Yeah, that is the thing. It's like we all know when you just plain look at health wise, it's not healthy. To be overweight. When I was this week, I w- went to the surgeon who operated my hip and for the uh, last checkup, you know, if everything is in place and whatever. And look, I'm 86 kilos and I'm 1 meter 75. So I'm too, f- and he said, you're too heavy, you're too fat. You need to, you need to lose weight. Uh, It's not good for your knees, not good for your hip. But yes, I have belly. And I should lose five kilos, hundred percent. But I also have muscles, yeah, right. So I'm trained. So it's it's like uh, my upper body, besides my belly, nothing is fat. My legs are not fat. My arms are not fat. My chest is not fat. It's my it's just have a belly, and it has to go down. I hundred percent agree. But I don't know what he tells all that people I saw in the pool you know he would say yeah like, well you
0: you, oh, you oh, look b- better than some of the fucking people yeah so yeah and that is the same. I'm 57. you know i'm
1: 57 you know it's like when i was 30 i had no belly i mean it's in that age now it's harder and of course i i gained weight because for 5 weeks uh, during after the operation of course i cannot do a lot to burn some calories Yeah, You know, it's like it's it's like not not so uh, I couldn't go on long bike rides or long walks and whatever. So I have to now step it up and do more sports.
0: Uh, But I mean, it's 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 just uh, unbelievable. And uh, well, at least you're not just sitting back eating Cheetos all day or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. That is the thing. It's like I'm I'm at least
1: conscious about it. You know, I think about, oh, I just had chocolate. I but now uh, next up is an apple or a banana or something. So I, I feel always guilty eating too too much crap. Let's say it's this way. I try to find the balance. And uh, I when I see these people at the pool, then you think like no, they don't they don't even care. They never they're not conscious about it. They just eat every day whatever they want and they're ending up with crap. And they give the kids also, like, you know, instead of giving the kids also a banana in between or something like this, they all have Pringles. And the only reason the kids are not already super fat is because they burn it. They, uh, they're young and agile, and they're running around. And, you know, they burn, they burn all their calories away, but they're getting addicted to sugar and addicted to all the crap very early on and then in the end they look like their mothers and they all will get diabetes and they all go down the drain when they are 40 50 they they're looking like
0: 80. Well, and with, with like, our culture that celebrates unhealthy bodies you know yeah. like I think I, I think personally it's sort of like all of these companies like McDonald's and they're all making out like bandits because they've reprogrammed us all. Into thinking that fat is now the new beautiful. So everybody's gotta be fat now. All the all the women are like, if I, I can get away with it, so they 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 eat and they consume more. Um they're 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 spending more money, and that's exactly what the corporations want. So this fat, it kind of all makes sense if you think about it. We were
1: actually at after after the pool. I went with Walter and two of his friends to the pool, and then we went to McDonald's after. And then we were at McDonald's and there came four uh, soldiers in from the uh, U.S. Oh. For, yeah, because we have the like massive here in my area, is the biggest military point of, of NATO troops and uh, 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 the, the main airport where all the missions from U.S. and whatever starting from. And so, but when you said that, I mean, I don't want to say anything, but the two women, the two women were both black. And I tell you, they don't run 100 meters without collapsing. They were like 80 to 90 kilos and they were like 150, like in meters, you know, like they, they were like five feet. They were small and fat.
0: Yeah, the two
1: guys—they looked a little. They were also very young. All four were super young. I don't know what America is now recruiting for soldiers, but they were super young. They were all four were maybe twenty. And uh, the two guys—they had like pimples still in the face. They looked like boys in the puberty, maybe like twenty years old. (laughs) And you know, I was thinking like, if this is what they sent to fight the Russians. (laughs) when when the the shit hits the fan we better like just give it up you know (laughs) it's just like it's so absurd but it's like i felt like who goes to the army now these days right so it, it it really felt this kind of uh before you get completely unemployed you join the army that is how it felt And uh, it made me kind of thinking about, like, oh my God, that is it, the front line. You know, Uh, so. The uh, front (laughs) line. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was uh, was almost uh, almost absurd. Yeah, but but that is it. I mean, we could switch to the Ukraine war. I mean, there's not a lot new, but it looks like the the wheat and the, the stuff transport is working so that the Ukraine and Russia are exporting uh, the harvest and it can go to Africa and other countries. Uh, And um, I'm very happy about this because the uh, humanitarian catastrophic disaster we were facing with 40 million people starving to death because the harvest couldn't get out there. Uh, That looks like solved and that, I think, could be the first good step to having, in any form, uh, more possible peace talks. Yeah. So, uh, so we will see, you know, I mean, uh, political, everybody's still on that trip. We give weapons and weapons and weapons to Ukraine and they will defeat the Russians. What I think we both said. That is an illusion, uh, yeah, yeah, but on the other hand, we also like cannot dump the Ukraine and leave them unarmed, getting overrun by the Russians. So it's like the West is right now in a total, uh, in a lose lose situation, you know. Because yeah. what you want to do is when the lose lose situation means economically, it's like we have an inflation, we have a recession, the US shrinked the last quarter first time in like 25 years and uh it, it goes in a, everything goes in a recession um especially with the pricing going through the roof and putin uh so they opened back up the pipeline of gas to germany with 40 percent of the capacity and then a week later now he reduced it down to 20. did they So, yeah 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 and uh he said oh it's not not really working so putin always lies right so he's like talking bullshit we all know what it is it's his message to germany see i can damage you you should not deliver more weapons to the ukraine so, yeah you know that's a pretty it, clear message too totally you know totally but uh, <clears throat> the eu and the nato together uh decided to deliver the weapons and this special like what the u.s sent them this last week uh the this kind of uh airplane racket shooters like where you basically they are specialized to shut down airplanes and uh and helicopters and stuff and the only two countries who built that that uh uh, That system, what shoots up to six or seven rackets in one second is uh, U.S. and Germany. So, and Germany uh, delivered three of them and the U.S. delivered five or six of them. And uh, they will deliver more because uh, the Russians, they don't like that. They don't do like basically a lot of this kind of like foot soldier combat they're more having an artillery, artillery shooting from far away and or flying over a city and bombing them. So for the Ukraine, that weapons are perfect. You know, because since they have that weapons, the Russians reduce the airstrikes drastically because they're too scared to get shut down. So it really helped the Ukraine, basically. Oh, okay. You know, so because look, that Russia is not stupid. They read the press too, right? They know now that Ukrainians have like I think seven or eight of that systems, and they don't find them. So they're of course like hidden, you know, like hidden under trees and whatever, so that they have problems. And I'm sure the Russians trying feverishly to find that systems to shut them to to bomb them, and but till then. They know the systems are there and loaded. And so they they reduce the airstrikes. They're shooting now more from far away, the artillery. And Ukraine wants more weapons from the West, where they, of course, have also artillery shooting back to the Russian part, you know. But it's kind of shitty for the Ukrainians because they're shooting them in their own cities, their own, yeah. their, like, you know, their own cities what the Russians have under control, now they have to shoot it. And, and you never know. Right, basically. Yeah, you kill your own people by accident. Right? Yeah. yeah so, so that is the situation. It's it's, it's in the the loose-loose the is we have an, an endless recession in front of us we'll have a shitty uh, winter in front of us with gas, oil, uh, going through the roof, the pricing. And, uh, and we still have that... That gut feeling that there is a a war what could grow, what what could get bigger.
0: Yeah, yeah. It seems like right now things are kind of just like my life is on Groundhog Day where it's on repeat. This war is in Groundhog Day where it's just repeat, 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 repeat. And how long, how long will this go on before there's a breaking point and we finally see because like you say it's an inevitability that russia will and that and that is not uh, advocating for russia that is not saying russia is the good guy you know here it's not even taking a side it's just stating a fact and i i'm just wondering how long it's going to take
1: no, that is the thing. It's like, I mean, of course, if you, if you give more and more weapons to the Ukraine, the defense will continue and it will be uh, endlessly uh, moving forward, right? I don't think as long the Ukrainians getting high tech weaponry from uh, the the West, that they will completely lose the war. Yeah question is what is a long term war means, right? So what does that mean for the population? Like can the kids go back to
0: school after the summer? I mean what the fuck? You know Dude, like this is gonna go on for like five years or something. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, but then like the whole life fell apart from every single individual Ukrainian uh, person. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, their way of life is over. The kids going back to school forget about it. Yeah. You know, so it's like that is the thing. It's like everything is scheisse. You have a huge amount of
1: women with young kids left the country. Now the males are all alone. And the only they can do is like rubbing in the mud, fighting the Russians. I mean, that is, you know, that is the thing where you have an end game. You can say, look, it's one year and then we're free again, whatever. But right now it, it uh, the Russians have the South under control. They will defend it. They will not like anti the Ukrainian if they try to conquer the South back. Uh, so, I mean, what the fuck? You know, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, And and uh, it, it, it's a very bad situation. It's really like uh, for for everybody bad. And uh, because you also have to think like that the US needs money for their own infrastructure and they spent almost 100 billion already on the ukraine war you know and that is the thing it's like this kind of war sucking out resources out of every country uh, money wise and then you know everything what is destroyed now later you have to finance the rebuild because ukrainian the Ukrainian, they have no money so uh, and it's it's just like instead of fighting climate change uh, all that money goes completely
0: down the drain. you know. But speaking of climate change, here in the US, everybody's favorite dino, Joe Manchin, has finally agreed to Joe Biden's climate package. So yeah. let's see, let's see, because uh, it says that Schumer he, and Manchin have reached an agreement finally. Did he Just, agree
1: he agreed to the whole thing, or did they change that
0: because of him? Of course they changed it because of him He's holding the whole country hostage (laughs) Yeah And they totally changed it a little They made it less Yeah well he's a fucking Old fool and he cares more About he was elected in a Very red state that is normally Republican so he's basically Like trying to he's Trying to appease his local People so he'll He won't get voted out But why would somebody vote in a Democrat if they wanted Republican policy? It doesn't make any sense at all. Oh. So he's basically a Democrat in name only. And he's been holding us back. Biden has not been able to pass anything because Joe Manchin is the sole senator who yes. is holding back the vote. So I'm surprised. And I think that everybody is surprised. It says, uh, quote, I'd say it's somewhere between a surprise and a shock. Said Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat of Connecticut, after attending a special caucus meeting Thursday morning, where Schumer explained the deal. So they've come to a deal, and uh, less than two weeks earlier, it said that Schumer and Mansion uh, talks fell apart in dramatic fashion. So nobody saw this coming. So let's see if it actually comes to comes to be, huh? Yeah, we will see, and then we uh, will see.
1: Also, how the midterms in almost two months uh, turn out. Yeah, I am, very I read excited. That they built a new party, like a Repo- some Republicans and Democrats did the neutral party or something, like a I saw party. that too. I saw yeah. that too. So, and I think, to be honest, I think it's absolutely important that there is more parties as too. But when I read about that party. I'm very skeptical that it's in the favor of the Democrats. I I think that party uh, will hurt the Democrats because as so many Democrats basically voting green or independent or maybe then the neutral party, the right wing nuts stay with Trump. Yeah, you know, and then he could have the majority that the system is wrong. So what, what the system in the U.S., where it's deadly wrong when it comes to who's the president of the United States, is that they don't have the possibility of a coalition. What you have in every other country, like in France, in Germany, in Italy, are mostly two or three parties forming a government together because nobody got 50%. But they keep their... Uh, uh, senators or their congress members in that individual countries so a Macron or a Merkel were forced to work with some other parties together or they would never have a majority. In US only the winner of every state counts. That yeah. is the reason it's so senseless as Bill Mayer always said to to vote for the Green Party or whatever because in the end you wasted your, your, your you vote. vote. Yeah, you know, sure. and then it, it counts only. So basically in a state where you have the Republicans thirty percent, Democrats twenty-eight percent, Greens four percent, independents six percent, congratulations. The Republicans getting that state, win the whole state, determine what's happening in that state, even if the majority of the citizens didn't didn't vote for them. And I think that has to change. That is a bad,
0: bad system. So okay, you're saying that, uh, that whenever the the new parties come into play they tap into democratic votes and not really yes. Republican. I get you.
1: Yeah, you know and that is the thing. It's like I'm, I'm skeptical because how many Republicans vote green or independent?
0: Yeah right you know, that is the
1: <laughs> So they, this this five six seven percent at every every election goes straight away from the Democrats and then they're losing states. Yeah. and uh, uh, you know and that is the thing what what um, what doesn't make any sense so but the state attorney opened the criminal case against Donald Trump what is a very positive result oh, did they did they finally yes the state department uh, after the the january 6 hearings were all finished they opened a criminal investigation and that alone should ban trump from running again but i'm sure He doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm surprised
0: if it's not DeSantis at this point.
1: No, I know. I mean, but so if they now said, okay, the evidence was enough,
0: let's prosecute
1: Trump. We officially open an investigation. Uh, You know, like hopefully they have enough ammunition and just incarcerate him. Yeah. You know, if I mean, if you arrest him, he cannot run. And you need to take him off the street, right? Even in in, in the very end, I think it's enormous important that Trump doesn't run again. Did you saw his speech this week where he was telling everybody he wants to execute drug dealers without even a big court case and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was
0: saying that he wants to put uh, the National Guard to police the inner cities that are rampant with crime. It sounds like we're going to go into hell if he's president. Yeah, because he doesn't, what he doesn't get is
1: is that is always how fascism starts, but he, I think he gets this and he wants fascism. I think he's a big Hitler fan and is completely like this kind of like, why the fuck we need a parliament, a congress, a senate, democracy, why? I should just rule whatever, however I want. That is what he thinks is the best. And he will do everything to dismantle controlling organs you know like this kind of like figuring out yeah we all know too much bureaucracy as we see is horrible and we all want less bureaucracy but we don't want less freedom we don't want less like
0: he wants control he wants power and control over people yes that he can say look i uh, uh uh give you a pardon
1: I don't give you a pardon. Like what he wants is that he can tell the state prosecutor incarcerate Pence. Just put him in jail,
0: and they do it. Just like fucking uh, Putin.
1: Yeah, like Putin. So that, that is, that is, I think that is his real ideal uh, way he wants to rule a country. Like whoever uh, likes him, or whoever he likes, uh, is free of charge i mean if trump would get it his way you would never see bill Mayer again on hbo
0: <laughs>
1: you know he, he would be off the screen he would call he would call uh warner and would say if you don't stop the bill Mayer show we take the license away from you we take you off the channels like nobody can see you anymore
0: well he was trying to do shit like that with tiktok
1: yeah i know
0: He's trying yeah. to shut down anybody who set, speaks up against him.
1: Yeah, but don't forget, if he would be president again, he would be way, way uh, more radical as he was the first term. Yeah, you know, and it would be v- like visible corruption and absurdity. Did, did did we talk the last time about that documentary? What I watched, the hyper normalization
0: i don't know i don't
1: i uh, i maybe talked only in the german so i got a a guy on twitter he said like uh watch the uh uh, the documentaries on youtube hyper normalization from adam curtis from 2016 and i never heard about both and it starts a little like a LSD trip, basically. And you think, like, what the fuck is this, right? So uh, you see, like, Petty Smith, the singer, and uh, Suicide Bomber, and all this, like, it, uh, it's kind of crazy. But Adam Curtis, and I Googled him, and uh, he won, like, tons of prizes for Best Documentary, and he works for the BBC, and it's a BBC documentary, and it's almost three hours long. And I watched the whole thing. And I have to say that was one of the best things I ever saw uh, based on the way he tells history. Basically, he tells all the history the last 40, 50 years in that three hours up to Trump's election. And he has Trump's election in it, too. And then because it was 2016. So that was then basically the end of it. And um, there were a few things I never... First of all, with material I never saw, but also with informations I never got from our so called great press and from CNN to the Spiegel in Germany, whatever. And I give you only uh, like three examples. Uh, you remember Gaddafi, the Libyan, the president yeah. of Libya, who was like killed then in that in that Arab Spring. Yeah. And so Gaddafi was accused that he. Uh, bombed lock uh, uh, an airplane like a uh, Lockerbie. Remember Lockerbie? It was an airplane falling down in in England somewhere, uh, dead. Three hundred okay. people dead with a bomb. That was like forty years ago, and they said the CIA and everybody said it was Gaddafi. He bombed the airplane, and they made Gaddafi an enemy of the West, similar to what they did with Saddam Hussein. So, and <clears throat> it was the whole time that Gaddafi couldn't get the deals. He was like similar to Iran now. Libya was basically, couldn't, couldn't do anything. And in that doku is the first time where they actually show it was Syria. It was Syrian terrorists who, by, by the way, Syria was Assad's father, who was a dictator, did most of the terror attacks in the West, and Gaddafi actually never did it. And huh. then they made him. That is really interesting. It's so absurd. So they made a deal with him at one point to destroy his weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> so similar they by, by Saddam Hussein, they said he has weapons of mass destruction, and that they just started the war against Iraq. And we all know he didn't have the weapons. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, but Gaddafi also not. But he signed a deal that he will destroy his weapons of mass destruction to be like free of trade again. So they had to buy the weapons to destroy them. It's <laughs> <laughs> so absurd. And it's in the do- where you think, like, what the fuck? That is like, whack the dog, like, you know, like the, 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 it's so absurd. So then he was like allowed to even talk at the UN in New York. And so everybody loved Gaddafi. Then Hillary Clinton came uh, in power and everything. And they created the Arab Spring with CIA operatives. And had, like, the revolution in Libya. So now Gaddafi was, again, like a pariah, and they wanted to get rid of him. So, and I remember the day where they killed him, the rep, like the rebels. And it was in all the news. So he was hiding in a construction pipe. And they drag, dragged him out and shot him. And oh, was, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, he was in a little, yeah. tiny, little thing.
1: Yes, and he was very, very, very uh, uh, dirty, dusty, bloody. And then, I mean, we we never saw more. And so it was like, ah, the rebels, they freed Libya, whatever. By the way, Libya now is a total shithole, a dictatorship, and way worse as under Gaddafi ever was. The same with Iraq, when Saddam was gone, it turned into total chaos and terrorists, ISIS, everything. So, but what they never showed us, is why the rebels found him and it because we got the story told the rebels were like looking for him for days nobody knew where gaddafi was but the reality is that five minutes before before he was in that pipe he was in his car and from las vegas the us drone shot up his car huh so and the from Also from Las Vegas, from US, they told the rebels where he is. They were not looking day- for him for days. They know where he was. And they 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 killed the whole car convoy. There were various cars. They shot them down with drones. Then the rebels came. He just ran into the pipes. They took him out of the pipe and shot him. And so it was a clear CIA, like a US military operation, what killed uh, Gaddafi and not... The rebels, whatever, going through the desert and finding him in a fucking construction pipe, because I was thinking the whole time, you remember when it happened, I remember Like I was thinking like, why is sitting in a construction pipe? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. That makes only sense if you run away from something right there. You know, like right there and he ran from it away because his fucking car got bombed and he felt that they will keep bombing him. So he went in that in that uh, cement construction pipe. That totally makes sense. So and that is only one of the things Adam Curtis. showed in that documentary, what we never saw somewhere else in that detail, how history really happens. And another thing. I can. What uh, uh, was you know the area sixty one,
0: area fifty one, okay, area
1: fifty one so with all the ufos and the special military thing to find out whatever the extraterrestrial uh, life, aliens, and, yeah, a, aliens. So and, and the reality is, it's a secret, U.S. Uh, uh, military base where they test new weapons. And new things, new drones, new airplanes, new bombs. New kinds of fuel. Fuel uh, and, and everything. And all that videos where you see that strange lights and the people filming it on YouTube and putting it up and saying, look at this. Ah, there is the, the UFO. It's all total bullshit. But what is new and what you see also in hypernormalization is that it's all, all the fake news about the UFOs all, all the, the rumors are financed, paid by the U.S. military they made it that the people believe in ETs it's constructed as a because what they want is that people think there are maybe uh, UFOs uh, to so that the foreign Putin and so on don't try to find out what weapons they are actually developing
0: so you mean to say that the that there
1: is no aliens? No, of course, there's no aliens, and there is nothing, and there was never anything, and the U.S. military on purpose made the Area 51 in a way that the people believe it's UFOs. They put the fake news out. Well, all these the, the newspaper the origin... articles about, like, oh, look at that spaceship what is flying around there, that is all on purpose created by the U.S. military to... Uh, uh, basically, blur the reality. It's
0: well, almost... that's an interesting take. I don't know. I think that the universe is so large that there's got to be life somewhere. I don't know if they're here yet, but I think that aliens theoretically must exist. No, uh, no but that's not. That are not they the here universe. now? I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> like... no. That 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 is a different
1: question. There were maybe also stuff shot in India, I in know area, but the specific area
0: 51 is nothing else as a secret military base. What I read about area 51 was that because of the stuff, like the fuel, like there's a lot of stuff that um, a lot of regulations that make it. So they have a hard time dumping a lot of toxic materials, but because they're on area 51 and it's not recognized land, they can get away with just about anything on that land like polluting and and polluting and yeah dumping shit, of shit and whatever it, that, that 100% but i felt
1: like it's so absurd like this kind of but but also here well told uh in the doku um uh, i really recommend it to watch it and uh yeah. there are so many a different thing. For example, there's another thing with Israel. So Israel had a a terror attack from the Palestinians, or like they bombed the bus or whatever. And then Israel put took hundreds and hundreds of uh, Hamas people from the Palestinians people, incarcerated them on top of a mountain in a camp, and left them there, even over the winter. No like boy. they isolated them so under under like horrific, horrific circumstances, and in that time they thought they can break them, they can destroy the mentality, whatever you know, but in reality, what they did there, they got closer together, and this was the birthday of Hezbollah, and the Hezbollah is the more violent suicide bombing and arm and, and, um, of the Palestinians, the, the, the nation of, of the Palestinians. And and uh, so they created it themselves. And the Hezbollah is also was supported by Assad from Syria and Iran from this point on. So when they freed the hundreds of people, they were the first terrorists, basically, and they were the base for Al-Qaeda later and for the uh, uh, ISIS. Oh, boy, you know, that is how how it all came together. And because nobody accused Assad of anything, because they were all the rest was more uh, like into accusing Saddam or Gaddafi or, uh, you know, other people. So but it was always protected uh, by Assad and financed through Syria also and financed through Russia, who are very close with Syria. What is so that, that it shows a little more how the things working together, you know, like a little machine where the one thing works, then that gets supported there. And basically, when you summarize it up, I think there's another Adam Curtis documentary I didn't watch, but it, the name is Bitter Lake. And it's all about the South, like the Saudis, Afghanistan and all the, the Middle East. I will watch that next. and um it is kind of like i think the west handled the middle east always wrong like like in the in a in a way what cost trillions of dollars and brought only catastrophic results if we would never killed Gaddafi or in Tunisia Tunisia was a great tourist country now it's a total fuck up dictator military dictatorship if Clinton and all that people didn't initialize the Arab spring the world would be a better place you know so so absurd it sounds because in Libya was under Gaddafi similar to uh, uh, Iraq, whatever. Yeah, if you were against Saddam Hussein and you told him he should eat his dick, they shot you in the head. But overall, that countries were. Women could do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. You know, go to Baghdad under Saddam Hussein. There were parties, there were alcohol, there were mini skirts, whatever. Like, you know, like it was the same with Gaddafi and they all got replaced. So the West was dead wrong. They recreated basically the Taliban. As we actually did, because we gave them all the weapons to fight against the Russians. And then the Taliban got stronger. And uh, but the Taliban other the people. They want the bull car. They have people's arm off if they steal. That is the Taliban, that is the ISIS, that, that, that is this kind of people the West made stronger uh, with their total idiotic military actions in the Middle East.
0: Huh. So, yeah,
1: you know, and I think that the doc, docu shows that very well. And it, it it brought nothing else as total chaos and, uh, um, and a horrific a horrific situation. In Afghanistan this week was a report that the woman, slowly but steady, getting all taken out of uh, their workplaces and they have to stay in, in the house. You know, so schools, uh, the, the girls who were supposed to go to school, now if you're a little girl, you're over 12 years old, no more school. Go home, get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, with twelve, right? So and uh, so that is what the Taliban now now slowly but steady doing, and uh, it's 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 absolutely uh, ridiculous what's uh, what is unfolding there, you know. But it was basically clear when we removed out uh, when we got out of Afghanistan that that will be the end result, so we shouldn't be too sad about it. But the question is why we spend. Two and a half trillion dollars for twenty years
0: there. If that yeah, is correct. that's a good point. Yeah, it's a waste. Yeah. yeah. With that money, the climber
1: could be in a way better uh position right now if we would use that money, you know, and just wrote like I mean, sorry, but we cannot That is the main problem. We have the same problem with Ukraine. I think we cannot save the world and the climate at the same time. We have to accept that there are dictatorships and that some countries are very religious dictatorships. And that is what it is. And we cannot spend all our money and resources to free that countries because we cannot make them free. They can only make themselves free. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where was the resistance when the Taliban came? There was no fight. That shows the whole Afghanistan population were not ready for freedom or democracy because they gave a shit about it. They were not willing to fight the Taliban for it. So why then for 20 years we spent all that money there? I mean, it's it's ridiculous.
0: Well, it's been a very exciting, interesting episode, and I want to thank you for all the wonderful. What what is the name of that documentary again, so our viewers can can watch it? A hyper normalization. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to check it out too, and like Google Adam Curtis with a C,
1: and uh, you will see that comes a lot of stuff up from him. And hypernormalization is on YouTube, is cost-free, and uh, I think it's it's worth it to watch it. First, I felt, oh my god, I cannot watch a three hours documentary on YouTube. Now I'm very happy that I did it. Okay,
0: so, that's yeah. a great endorsement, and I want to thank you for your time, Uva. We are going to see you guys next time on Uva Ball Raw USA. Please follow us on Twitter, uh, and we will see you then. Perfect. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank you.